This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit TraderCobb.com now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. I've got an amazing guest today from the other side of the world, quite literally. I've uh, got a woman who's been around for quite some time in this space and has her hands full in a couple of different areas in the blockchain world. I have Emma Todd, who is the CEO of MMH Blockchain Group, as well as the co-chair for what's it called? Blockchain for Impact. Thank you so much yes. for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. No, it's going to be a good one. Look, I just want to sort of touch on an intro first up. Uh, I mean, look, okay. to understand what brought you into this space would help me to understand the future. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, a friend of mine, um, Amber Scott, uh, she was having um, a conference along with Michael Perklin. Uh, he is now, I think, the CTO of Shapeshift, um, one of my great inspirations. And they were, they were having a, con, um, a conference here in Toronto a few years ago. And they were worried that it wasn't going to you know, do well because they hadn't done any marketing. So they asked me if I could help them with the marketing for that event. And it did well. We sold out in three days. Wow. And yeah, when you know marketing, you know, all you have, really have to do is learn you know, about what it is people want you to market and then go after the, um, the audience and look where they, you know, find out where they are. And then that's how you do your marketing. But I went to the conference and I fell in love with blockchain. Oh, my God. It was amazing. And I thought, and I was in banking, right? So I've been in banking for 15 years, you know, went right out of school and loved it. But then I discovered blockchain. And it was literally like the matrix, red pill. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, right. I was like, I can't go back. And I fell in love with it. And back then everybody was, they're a little bit more guarded now, you may have found. But back then, you know, they were very kind and they answered all my questions and um, I, I guess I'm kind of like, you know, I just ask. So people would be like, you just got this person's phone number. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, how did you get it? I said, well, I just asked them, you know, and I would, you know, right. You just, you just ask. And One of those strange would, things. Yeah. You know, and you get all these really, I, I would ask these, you know, weird questions to me and they would answer them. They were very helpful. And um, I didn't realize at the time that, you know, I was getting trained by all the top people in crypto. And I fell in love with it. And I just, I, I couldn't go back. And back then, you know, um, nobody knew what Bitcoin was. Mm. Nobody knew what blockchain was. I think when I got into the space, Bitcoin was at $400, maybe 300 Wow. Um, yeah. And, um, but, you know, I, and I thought to myself, you know, I, I won't make as much money as I did in banking, but I'm going to be absolutely, ha I'm going to be so happy doing this. And the people that I've met, they make me so happy. And so I know earlier we were talking about, you know, the guys um, in the space, you know, and yeah. how they're re they really just love their computers and love working and talking to people isn't really their thing. And that's where I come in. But those are my guys and everybody knows that, you know, so um, I like they tell me what they need and I go out there and I make sure that they get it. And they then have the freedom to just do their work and, you know, do what they need to do. And 
not really talk to people, which is, <laughs> you know, we're working on that, but you know, hey. <laughs> well, it sounds like the mother hen job when that's needed in this space for sure. So was that back in 2014, 15, something like that? Actually, no, I'm um, 16, 17. Ah, 16, yeah. 17, because the price yeah. started a few bit wild swings and bits and pieces. So, so you've yeah. been, um, You've been around before that massive move to 20,000 that we saw evident yes. in 2017. Now, my question I didn't is, see it coming. I mean, I mean, I know they said it was going to happen. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't think anybody sees too much of exactly where it's going to go to, and hopefully we see mm. something stupid like that again in the not-too-distant future. But, um, I mean, look, you, you got into it from a, from a marketing um, point of view, and that was your sort of, I suppose, you, you almost tripped over and landed in it and got covered in it and went, I'm pretty happy yeah. in this place right now. Um, did you yeah. actually start investing at the same time or are you just sort of primarily here when you began as somebody who was here to sort of fill a void? Well, um, so the funny thing is I did start investing because my friends were like, at first it was just really just about me to learn about Bitcoin. And I was um, like, okay. And then the best way to learn about anything really is to invest in it. Mm. And then my friend, you know what happened? They had the happening. So in, uh, in 2017, so you know when Bitcoin split, Yep. And that was like a, hey, invest now. <laughs> so yeah. I put everything that I had into it. It was, it was quite funny because I remember um, that day we were out and then it was like, hang on, this is happening. Got to get home. Got to make sure I do everything, you know, that I can, you know. So it was quite funny. So I like left all my friends at the restaurant and like ran home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, those are the good times when people still thought you were kind of crazy. It's a little bit different now. <laughs> Yeah. And did you, um, I mean, did, did you exit when it, when it did get crazy or? No, no. So um, one of the things I found is that um, when it was getting crazy, it was really nice to appreciate. But when it was going down, people were like losing their minds. Mm. Um, so I really just sort of, you know, I stopped um, paying attention to what Bitcoin was at, what ETH was at, you know, just like, I, I'm not in it just for, you know, um, Bitcoin, I'm in it for the love of it, love of it. So I, I watch it like, you know, once or twice a week, mm -hmm. um, and, and then sort of go from there. Um, but you know, I'm happy to say that, you know, um, my family, like when I told them about it, they did invest my friends in banking industry. They thought I was crazy and they didn't invest. Mm -hmm. I know I was like, come on guys. I, I'm like, have you invested? No. Have you invested? No. Come on now. They're like, well, you invested for us. I'm like, it's not the same, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, no, if you'd invested this amount, you would have, um, it would have been like thir uh, 35 times the return by now. And they were like, oh, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, listen exactly. to me next time, huh? Listen to me next time, right? <laughs> but, okay. um, you know, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And it's got to be up to them. It's got to be their choice to do it because you can't, uh, you can't get in the way of it. So look, I mean, you've, you've, Come into the space. You've done very well by the sound of it, by when you got in, and that, that's fantastic to hear. I love hearing those sorts of success stories. I'm, I'm noticing more and more now. We'll come back to MMH on this. Mm. That um, there is a lot more marketing dollars being spent uh, on projects, mm -hmm. but not just projects in crypto. But companies are looking to in introduce themselves to crypto. For example, I got off the train this morning. Um, mm -hmm. I walked to the station, one stop, and I'm in my office, and I stopped and took a photo. There was a billboard there that was an oracle billboard you know oracle yeah largest yeah. companies in the goddamn world and yeah. the, the, what the first word that i saw it wasn't oracle it was blockchain written really big across the billboard 
and they're talking about the safety of using the blockchain through Oracle. Um, I don't know how, like, uh, I didn't go into the details of what it was, but it? it's, it's, it's really like, that's not a goddamn train station billboard for Oracle. So are you yeah. seeing your clients maybe shift to, to less rogue and more mainstream at the moment? I mean, have you seen it change in the last couple of years? I have seen it change. Um, I like to have a little bit of both. You know, I have the main, um, the mainstream ones because it is nice to sort of go in there and see them sort of understand and get the aha. And I try to work too, with the right? ones. Let's be honest. Right? I mean, they pay. yeah, you got, they pay, they pay. But I also like to work with the rogue ones. The ones are like, you know, we're here for, you know, we're here for the love of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to help you any way I can. And so I'm a, a good mixture of clients and I have, and What's really good, Craig, is that at this time, you know, I'm able to sort of pick and choose who I want. So, um, yeah, and okay. that, was, that was a bit of a, um, a moment for me when I realized that this year, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't think I want this one. And so as I've, I'm taking the projects that make me feel good or I think are just, you know, they're, they're impactful in some way. Um, so, you know, I know that like, uh, so it, we're here in, in Toronto, but if you look at Buns, B-U-N-Z, it's a kind of a catchy name. They are um, doing really good things in terms of um, uh, crypto, and they're actually a bartering organization. So before, um, in, in large, um, actually, it would be good for Sydney. In uh, large cities, a lot of um, people can't actually afford to live there, so they barter. So it'll be like, hey, I like your blue blazer. You know, I'll give you my glass. And people will be like, okay, but you need a, a double coincidence of wants. Yeah. So what... Um, so uh, Buns was founded that way because some people couldn't afford to live, you know, very well in Toronto or in uh, Vancouver. And um, what they then found is that, you know, it then, it then shifted to, okay, I like your blue blazer, but you don't want my glass. Maybe I can give you a gift card. And no, people yeah. would be like, okay, right, it makes sense. But then you would take the gift card home and then guess what? There wouldn't be any money on it. So you'd be like, I'm out. Mm. So then they said, Let, let's develop a cryptocurrency. So... Um, that just lives on buns. It's called bits. So I like your blazer. You'll give me your blazer, and in return, I'll give you ten bits. And um, it's there. Yeah, it make, it's there, and you can actually change it out for currency if you want to. So they're they're doing really well, and they're looking at how they and they've got I think one million people on Facebook, and in their app, they've got about four hundred thousand. So they're really building, and they're actually they're actively in use. It's been in use for a year. So I love working with companies like that that are doing really meaningful things, you know? Um, and then also, you know, have some large companies that are doing some good things that I don't quite want to say here. But if you happen to watch, you know, on Tuesday, what they're doing at the UN, a live stream, you might get some hints, my friend. <laughs> and on that, on that, it's a perfect segue. Yeah. Thank you for popping that pass up. I'm just going to pick no. that, go over the try line right under the post for that. And that might be a mm -hmm. foreign language too, because I'm speaking about rugby union right there. Uh, hey, man, I got so many Australian friends. You don't understand. <laughs> I know All my right. rugby. You, you, you understand what I'm talking about then. It's, <laughs> yes, it's the I real do. one, the rugby union I'm talking about, the, 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 the game they play in heaven, apparently. Um, so look, from, from NLH, I mean, obviously you've also got your hands full uh, in the blockchain, uh, so blockchain for impact uh, project. Yes. I want to know more about that because the name is really cool. Does the name back what you're actually doing or is it just a cool name? No, it actually backs what, what we're doing. Tell so us about it. Yeah, so what, um, what Blockchain for Impact does is it works um, 
we look at how we can impact the sustainable development goals mm-hmm. that the UN has. Now, the UN has 17 sustainable development goals, and they include, they include things like climate change, um, uh, no hunger for kids, no hunger for anyone, you know, um, uh, diversity, yeah. um, inclusion for everyone. Um, how do we, you know, um, our oceans, um, you know, and uh, there's 17 of them. I, I'm not going to repeat all of them because, quite frankly, I can't quite remember all 17 off my head. <laughs> Look, it's okay. But, I've only got a certain amount of time anyway. Emma. Right? Exactly. So what we do is, um, you know, we look at how blockchain can impact them. So, you know, it's been really interesting to see. Um, and there are going to be some really great presentations. And what we wanted were things that are actually being done, not necessarily things that um, are hypothetical, because, you, you know, we've been in the space for a certain amount of time. Mm. Uh, people have time to talk about what they want to do. The time to execute is now. Yeah. So, so we're talking about, you know, what is it that they've done? Um, uh, and, you know, how is it going to impact the sustainable development goals? And how can we use blockchain to make the world a better place? And wow. that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, yeah, on Tuesday at the United Nations. Yeah, um, yeah the, the United Nations building, United Nations right? headquarters, New yes. York, New York. Now, it's the 4th of June, mm-hmm. 2019. And look, I've got a huge audience in the US and a large portion of that in New York. So get along. Or how, do, they, do they go? Do they tune in? Like, how, do they, how do they watch this? Get involved. Yeah, so we're sold out right now, which is really great. Huh, of course, but because you're marketing, right? <laughs> Uh, but, um, you know, we're going to be um, uh, streaming it. So I'll be, um, I'll be sure to send it out to people so they can see it. And we've got some really great, innovative um, people who are going to be speaking. And we're also, we've also got um, some ambassadors as well as um, uh, prime minister of um, a certain country. I'm not sure if I can say them as yet, but it's a really great group of people that are all looking to see what they can do to, you know, affect change. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of thrilled to be, you know, in the presence of these people mm. because it kind of, it kind of helps me, you know, mm. so I'm, I'm inspired by change. And one thing I remember reading, which um, really helped me um, years ago is they say that if you want to be the person to um, um, make a change or do, you know, really impactful things, make sure you hang out with people who are already doing them because for them, it becomes mainstream. And then for you, it'll become mainstream too. Yeah. So I've tried your, to your, do your that. guiding force. Exactly. So I've, I've been really fortunate that um, a lot of my really good friends in, in the blockchain space are actually, you know, they're already doing good things and I get my inspiration for them from them. But, you know, I also get my inspiration from these people that I'll meet on Tuesday. That's really cool. That is really, really cool indeed. So uh, everybody check out, um, blockchainforimpact.org to get more information about that. Um, coming back again, I just want to flick out once again into um, the MMH um, group. And the reason I want to do that is because I guess like you, you cover quite, there's, there's quite a lot to marketing, right? Well, one of the aspects that you do cover is the PR side of it. So if I'm a, if I'm a, like, I guess let's say that I'm a, a structured company that's been around for 25 years and All I right. want people, like, like the Oracle thing, right? Like the Oracle mm-hmm. thing I just saw. I want people to know that I am entering into this space, that we're open-minded, that we're you know, taking on and embracing new technology. How, like, what sort of avenues would you look to? Like, what, what sort of options does somebody like that have? Are they going out to the mainstream or are they trying to come in to tell us, the community, that you know, we're a big guy, but we're okay. We're the nice guys. How do they try and angle themselves into crypto and, and blockchain? 
Okay, so that seems like it would be enterprise. Um, yeah. And the question would then be, they've been around for 25 years. What kind of audience do they have? If they've got a really good audience, you know, an active audience, active participants, yeah. um, I would release a press release and perhaps do a webinar saying, here's what we've done. Because if they can mine from their existing group of clients to say, hey, we've got this new product, you know, um, you, use us, that's great. Um, I would also, at the time, so webinar is also good. If they're, you know, um, if they're really, really wanting to make a splash, and they, don't, they don't just want to um, use their own clients, they want to go out and get new ones, yep. you know, you've got different options at that point. You know, you can um, perhaps go to a really good event. If they've, if they've been around for 25 years and have a decent name, um, then people will definitely want to hear what they, what they have to say. So we try and find, you know, an, um, an event that could definitely be a good marquee for them in terms of getting the, getting the word out. And there's yeah. so many events these days, you want to make sure you yeah. choose the right, one the right one because, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of events that don't really need to, well, you know, I'm trying to be nice here. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say. They don't cut the most events, Yeah, exactly, they don't. So, um, you know, we discovered that in 2018 because there was an embarrassment of riches in terms of conferences. And then mm -hmm. you, you slowly go to, go, you, you go to them and then you realize, the, the content isn't there. The quality isn't there. Yeah. So you want to make sure that if you're going to have, you know, an event or if you're going to go to an event where you're going to, you know, um, be a keynote or you're going to, you know, release a product, you want to let them, you, you want to be a quality event. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to do that. You want to have webinars. You want to have people, you want to have something for the community if possible. Um, if you're a large company, you can manage it. You want to have something in the different, um, uh, different cities. Yep. Um, you know, so you want to reach out to the community and let them know and have community managers. And then you want to do, you know, email is still king. So you also want to do, you know, email blasts and let people know what you're doing. And then, you know, um, make sure that um, follow-up is key. So I always say, some people kind of, you know, give me this look, but it doesn't matter how good your marketing is if you don't have good customer service. Absolutely. I can bring the people to you, but if you don't treat them right, they're not going to stay, Right. If you're not follow, following up with them, um, they're not going to stay. So really, um, those things you heard years ago, you know, when you were a kid, it's still true. Customer service is king. It really is. And would you have a similar approach to a smaller company? Like somebody, let's say there's a company who's trying to acquire new clients. Like actually, let's mm -hmm. use my company as an example. So we have education. Okay. Oh, we've got a good people how to trade. We, we've got a bunch of courses and whatnot. How does somebody like me get a bigger market? Okay, you're already a name though, my friend. <laughs> you're already a name. Okay, so if it was someone who wasn't quite a name like you were, I would tell them to um, uh, showcase, their, show their product to an influencer and hopefully try and piggyback off that influencer. Okay. Um, somebody who, um, somebody who um, knows the ropes and could definitely help them along because, you know, as much as I, you know, I wish it wasn't so, you do have some people in the industry are kind of out to get people's money and you, you need someone to help you navigate that, right? So mm. if you have that 25 years of experience, you're, you're sort of, you know, um, a, a little bit immune to that. But if you're brand new, people are going to try and take your money. So you need someone to help you um, get over that hump or, you know, um, stay with those people. So you need someone who, um, an influencer that can help you with that. And then if you have a really good product, just sort of get out there and start talking. You know, start talking to the meetups, um, go to the conferences, um, you know, a booth is good sometimes, definitely. You want to make sure that you're, um, you have something really innovative because yeah. if you're at a booth, for example, I was at Collision 
last week. And that is, it was massive for Toronto. It was 25,000 people. And I know that they have, yes, 25,000 people in one building. And, wow. Uh, in, right? And they had all these different booths. And um, they're different sizes. And um, I get that when you're starting out, you know, you're at their basic booth. And the booth was maybe the size of, like, a little bit bigger than I am. Yeah. And you're standing there. But you need to do something to make your booth stand out. So I don't care whether you're, you've got little sparklers everywhere or something. You want to make sure that you stand out away, um, uh, from the crowd. So that's what I always tell people. Make sure that you stand out. So um, I'm kind of dressed down today. But, like, for example, when I was first starting out and when I go out to conferences, I do things so that I stand out. Yeah. I wear bright colors. Yeah. Um, and so I wear them everywhere. So everybody's always wearing black or like, you know, um, yeah. conference, gray. conference clothes, conference colors. I show up in bright red or orange. I'm like, Hey yeah, guys. Yeah. So they, you know, they, they, um, they knew I'm there. So you want to do things that make you stand out. You want to make sure that your product is, um, different from what's out there. Um, so that's also very important. So, you know, when, when you're starting up and you're up and coming, um, mm. and you also want to show your product to other people and, you know, hopefully get them talking about it too. Right. Yeah. So um, offer free demos, free trials, um, get really good. Um, when you get good feedback, post it. Um, and you want to make sure your social media is, is good. So um, a lot of people, they um, are on social media looking at things. So, you know, if you good word of mouth, you can't beat that. So yeah. get out there on, um, and, you know, people say Facebook is good, but I'm going to tell you, you know, Instagram is more, probably better. Find a way to communicate what you're saying um different instagram message, though, isn't it it's a, it's a different platform instagram like we we're, we're still in the process of trying to get that right um oh. we suck at instagram i'll tell you i'll, I'll be dead set honest um well, i'll tell you how to do it it's super easy my friend oh sweet well this is look we got a friendship right there um <laughs> we didn't have one before Emma. i gotta be honest with you you're a lovely person and easy to speak oh, to. thank but, you um, look I, I think um as we have seen the price increase uh, a fair yeah. bit more recently and decrease today um we see a lot more people starting to come it's all what right, that it's, right it's, now? it's meant to be okay. it's, it's what's meant to happen in these markets trust me we're good um but it's look we've, we've seen the market come back we've i've i've seen a lot of people that disappeared last year vanished yes. and now they're all back and they're all this expert and that expert and they're hocking this product and that product and it's like you know what? People go. What do you think about this person? I really don't care because we got our mission. We know what we're doing. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not interested in flashy lights and what everyone else is up to. I, I couldn't give two hoots about what everyone else is doing. I'm interested okay. in what we're doing and what our, mm -hmm. you know, what our mission is. Have you found that you've had a lot more knocks at the door in the last, say, four or five months? Um, funnily enough, no. I didn't find it for past four or five months. I found it in the past month and a half. Okay, so right, one, month and a half. Yeah. So, um, and I kind of saw it coming because when the price started dropping, a lot of um, companies went quiet. And me being me, I'm always like nosing around to see what's happening. And you realize that all of these companies, um, they didn't, they committed the cardinal sin, which is why you need really good advisors to help you when you're young. Mm. Um, you need to have one to two years of operating expenses. Yep. If you don't have one to two years of operating expenses in cash, in cash, not in crypto, Yep. In cash, what happens is when the price fluctuates and it goes down, then you're like, oh my God, let me take out more money out of, um, um, let me ch change my ETH into cash. And then you end up actually driving the price of ETH down. 
Yep. So one thing we always tell people is always have one or two years of operating expenses. And a lot of people were new to the space and they had some good ideas, but didn't necessarily know about, you know, operations or management. And they learned that the hard way. So a lot of companies actually went, I I could say quietly bankrupt. They went bankrupt, but they just didn't tell anybody, right? Yeah. And what's happened now is that the price of ETH, the price of Bitcoin has gone back up. So they've sort of, you know, gotten a little bit more traction Mm. and hopefully they've learned from that. But, you know, they're sort of in a bit of a precarious position. But um, I have seen people have been approaching me now saying, hey, we want to do this or, hey, we're looking to do a raise or, you know, um, we really want to get the product, um, the word out about our product. Can you help us with that? And, you know, you have to you have to do your research. That's something I learned um, the hard way. Mm. Um, People who because it's such a small community, as much as, you know, um, blockchain is global. The community is lippy. The community is. They're really, yeah, they're lippy and they're small. And you learn some things, oh, well, you know, this is a great person. But then, um, you know, and then an article comes out three weeks later and you're like, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oops. <laughs> so, you know, um, so you do your due diligence to make sure, you know, you're um, consorting with the right people. And, um, and then, you know, you do what you can to help them if, 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 it's, worth, if it's worth it. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with not having the, 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 being the first to market if you if you're a close second or a close third, yeah. and you really think that you're and you can execute. there's nothing wrong with and you can execute. And that's actually something that people don't have a lot of in the space, which is why they hire me. They're not good at executing. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur until they work out how bloody hard it actually is. It's really hard. No one tells you that. No one, no one tells Gary you that. Gary V does. No. I'll tell you that. Gary V will tell you that. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah, right. Like there's not, no such super hard work. People always ask me, what's the number one piece of advice? I can tell you, Mike, work hard and then just keep working harder. Tenacity. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just keep, you just keep at it. Like I work 16 hours a day. Mm, um, yep. Admittedly, I love what I do. you right. right. So it doesn't <laughs> feel like work, but then you realize, oh, you know, like um, you have to give it, there's a bit of give and take and I'm not it's there. Balance. Yet, so you got to you know, have some form of balance. Otherwise you're going nutty. I'm not, not there yet, my friend. Um, I'm happy, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, the balance side of things for me. I've got a couple of kids. They keep me pretty grounded on that. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much where I find my balance. But Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you this evening for it's you, this morning for me. It's Emma yeah. Todd, CEO of MMH Blockchain Group. Just put uh, www.mmhgroup.io and also co-chair of Blockchain for Impact. And don't forget to go to blockchainforimpact.org to find out more about it. Thank you so much for your time once again. Stay on the call. We're going to talk after this. Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.